if you want to cut body fat, increase mental performance and become neurologically unstoppable, then the ketogenic diet is for you. But what is it? And how do we get into ketosis fast? And what the hell should you be consuming? Find out all the answers to these in this episode. Welcome to the Neuro Experience. I am your host, Louisa Nicola. I am a mathematician, former Australian triathlete, and neuro performance coach. I am your brain coach. I know what it takes to succeed at the highest levels, and I'm here to show you how to get from where you are to where you want to be. This show is designed to teach you scientific mental strategies that you can use and implement to get results fast. So expect to be fearless. Take notes and take action. Let's get into it. Hey, Neuro Athletes, it's Louisa Nicola here. Welcome to episode 20 of the Neuro Experience podcast. Hope you're all enjoying the sun if you're in Australia, and I hope you're enjoying the snow if you're in New York, and I just hope you're enjoying yourself if you're anywhere else in the world. Uh, today's episode is based on, it's part of the nutrition aspect of Neuro Athletics, which is uh, my company. Now, what we're going to be speaking about today is keto a ketogenic diet you know a lot of people hear about it a lot of people don't know about it I promote it because I think it serves the brain the best I think you get the most out of your performance by sticking to a ketogenic diet I absolutely love it I've studied it Um, I follow a lot of people a lot of high performance athletes who are on it so I just wanted to give you guys a brief background on what it is and of course why it's good for the brain so let's get into it The ketogenic diet is a very low carb diet, okay? Let's just stick to that just to start with. So let's start from the start. The ketogenic diet started in the 1920s in an attempt to help people who were suffering from epilepsy and seizures, and they found great results with the ketogenic diet. So what they found was your brain is made up mostly of cholesterol and fat, So when your brain is made up of fat and cholesterol, it's really important that you're getting plenty of those things that really support your brain. And a ketogenic diet, what happens is your body stops burning sugar for energy and it starts burning fat, okay? And when it does that, your body creates ketones and ketones are actually a fuel source for your brain, okay? Here's another interesting thing to know about the ketogenic diet. 70 to 80% of your diet is fat. So the typical ratio when somebody gets about typically the first week or two, people may consume about 80% fat. Now, after that, the ratio um, may drop and go to about 70% fat, 25% protein and 5% carbohydrates. Um, Now, that's what I do with a lot of our athletes. I stick to the 75 25 and 5 rule and that's what I've done with uh, all of them in the past and the results have been phenomenal and helping them get into ketosis and experiencing that ketogenic and health breakthrough. So once again, a ketogenic diet puts your body into ketosis and that's where your body switches from being a sugar burner into a fat burner. That's why, you know, before this ketogenic diet, you know, started to arise and before a lot of information was introduced, um, we used to hear a lot about, this was about 10, 12 years ago now, um, we used to hear that, 
you know, training first thing in the morning gets into your fat stores and to not eat. If you know, if you want to go on a rigorous diet where you're trying to lose fat, then train on an empty stomach. But nobody really understood why. Nobody really was talking about the ketogenic diet. Now we know. So one of the things I noticed when I first started a ketogenic diet was the immediate switch of those 5% carbohydrates because what you don't realize is when you're when you're so used to consuming sweet potato um, and other means of carbohydrates, it's very hard to get off them. So that's when meal prepping became really, really important to me. But what ended up happening was not just aesthetically, I found that I had a, a greater ability to, an increased ability, I should say, um, of mental endurance. I was able to think longer. I was able to, you know, things were just flowing to me. I was able to get into that peak performance or flow state that I always speak about more easy. And that's probably the biggest benefit that I had to it. But here's the amazing thing. When you're on the ketogenic diet, even when you sleep, your body is still burning fat. And I think that's an incredible tool to utilize. So guys, the biggest benefit other than mental performance, the biggest benefit of, um, of the ketogenic diet is weight loss. When your body starts burning fat for fuel, you start losing those love handles, um, the you know, the excess fat around your stomach, on your thighs, abdominal belly that sits right at the bottom that everybody thinks is hard to get off. That's the first thing you lose. In fact, it is the number one diet for people to lose weight quickly and lean up. Number two, something that I've I'm very big on and something that I've, I've had to study, especially for a woman, is PCOS, okay? That's polycystic ovarian syndrome. I can tell you this, with thousands of, you know, people and women who have gone on this diet, many women that struggle with PCOS, even sometimes issues like infertility or painful PMS during monthly cycle, when that happens, oftentimes that's related to a hormone called insulin, okay? And what we found is when both men, but especially women with PCOS get on a ketogenic diet, the insulin starts to regulate, okay? Insulin is a hormone and all these other hormones regulate as well as estrogen, progesterone and cortisol. So they all start to balance out on a ketogenic diet all of your hormones start to balance out. So if you've struggled with hormonal issues and you've tried other things, then I would definitely suggest, even if you've been struggling with hormones or you're on the contraceptive pill, I would start to recommend a ketogenic diet um, if nothing else is helping you. Another massive benefit of the ketogenic diet, guys, is of course, mental clarity. Now, people for thousands of years have fasted for mental clarity. So when somebody starts doing a fast, let's say they do mostly a water fast, what tends to happen is their body will start to go into ketosis as well for fasting. When somebody does just a pure water fast, okay, and when, when you fast and when your body starts using ketones as fuel for energy, your brain, uh, you have more mental clarity, you have less brain fog, okay? So a lot of times people say they experience spiritual breakthroughs and emotional breakthroughs when they're on the ketogenic diet. When they go on this diet or they fast because, again, a lot of these carbs and foods 
that we're eating on a daily basis affect our hormones. They cause inflammation. Okay, so it affects the brain. Inflammation affects the brain. And a lot of the foods that we're eating, whether it's bread, pasta, uh, meat, a lot of this stuff um, puts our body into an acidosis state. So again, mental clarity, spiritual awareness can have greater benefits when you're following a ketogenic healthy diet. Um, another, another health benefit is it lowers type 2 diabetes. Another amazing benefit of the ketogenic diet is it lowers type 2 diabetes. So just so you know, type 2 diabetes is like an analogy, is like somebody screaming in your ear. Okay, and what tends to happen if someone's screaming constantly in your ear, your eardrums start to burn out. Okay, so those insulin receptor sites burn out and kind of go deaf over time when you have too much sugar and carbs in your diet. The name of the game is balancing that insulin. So when you go um, when you go onto a ketogenic diet, you can see great results in lowering your risk for type two diabetes. Another great benefit of the ketogenic diet is a healthier heart. You know, the ketogenic diet, when you're consuming lots and lots of healthy fats, it can reduce inflammation. So guys, what I'm going to do now is just give you some precautions before we go into anything else, before I give you um, an example of what a ketogenic diet looks looks like, I'm going to give you some precautions to follow uh, if you're going to follow a ketogenic diet. So number one, Sometimes when you're on a ketogenic diet, you get what we call keto flu. Not a lot of people get it. However, I saw a study that said sugar is more addictive than cocaine. Yes, sugar is an is very addictive to the body and to the brain and people crave it. So similarly, if you go off cocaine or off nicotine, your body experiences the exact same thing. A lot of people, when they're addicted to something and they start to wear off it, they get sick and they get flu-like symptoms. It's no different with the ketogenic diet. Um, So just beware of that, okay? Number two, you've got to make sure you get a lot of electrolytes. If you want to make sure on the ketogenic diet that you're getting lots of vitamins, then be sure to include electrolytes and minerals in that. You want to stay away. I mean, you want to stay well hydrated, drinking lots of water, lots of uh, purified alkaline water and eating lots of vegetables along the way. Precaution number three, don't overexercise. When you first get on the ketogenic diet, give your body a few days to adapt and get used to the diet you're on because sometimes your blood sugar can drop because your body isn't yet fully into ketosis. Uh, which is the fat, uh, which is burning fat for fuel. Number four, avoid processed meats like the, the deli meats, like salami, avoid ham, avoid pastrami. These processed foods are going to put your body into more of a, a higher state of acidosis. So again, on ketosis, when your when your body falls into a ketogenic diet, your body tends to slightly be more acidic. So you want to be really you want to be really cognitive. You want to be really conscious of eating a lot of vegetables, okay, and drinking a lot of Diamond H two O. Okay, it's our alkaline powder brand which we've got. Go on the website, go onto the shop, have a look at it, research it. It's now stocked in fifteen different health food stores around the US and around Australia. Go through, read about it, drink it. 
I always suggest people take it when they're on the ketogenic diet. Um, last but not least, again, I always speak about it. You've got to be drinking so much water. I recommend three to four liters of water a day, especially if you are exercising. Okay, so let's go. Here are the best foods on a. Uh, here are the best foods to consume on a ketogenic diet. So I just want to state that this is not an exact diet. These are just little things that you can keep in your in your fridge at home while you're on the ketogenic diet. They're really great for consuming um, at all hours of the day. Now, the first one is MCT oil. If you jump on over to my YouTube channel, if you jump on over to my Instagram page, I've spoken immensely about this powerful product. So MCT stands for medium chain triglycerides. So the second two things that I'm going to name now are absolutely fantastic and they are ghee and grass-fed butter. I have grass-fed butter in my coffee. I know that sounds absolutely disgusting to some people, but it works for me. I have grass-fed butter. I have like a stick of it first thing in the morning with my coffee. Now, since the entire thing is about uh, consuming mainly fats, you still need to be careful. Like a lot of people make the mistake of going and eating a whole bunch of peanut butter because they think, well, nuts, grounded nuts, natural peanut butter fat. No. Okay. So this is something that you want to stay away from. But things that you do want to include are uh, things like avocado. A lot of people who are following a ketogenic diet tend to have chicken fat or um, chicken broth, which you can buy. And I'm sure there's a lot of, I'm not going to go through and name anything, but I like to make my own chicken broth and you can go on and Google how to make organic chicken broth. That's a really great thing to have, especially as your last meal at night. So some other things that you can stick to is, um, you know, you can have some flax seeds or even some flaxseed oil, some olive oil. um, And definitely if you want to be eating meat as well, um, if you're not vegan and you you want to follow this and you want to be eating meat, I would definitely suggest that you stick to grass-fed meat, even bacon. Okay, a really great morning breakfast would include bacon, grass-fed organic bacon grass-fed beef you can have uh try and stick to organic fish and it's just you know it's just about the way that it's that it's caught and the way that it's consumed it's best consumed if it's you know entirely organic if not i wouldn't even even if you're not on the ketogenic diet i wouldn't suggest eating um the types of fish that is sold at the regular supermarket Here are the worst foods to consume on a ketogenic diet. Number one, added sugars, all grains, okay? Um, Mostly processed foods and, of course, my pet hate, alcohol. All of this will put you out of ketosis. So these foods, okay, the the alcohol, the sugar, these things you want to stay away, get them out of your house, get rid of them. They're the foods that you want to stay away from. Now, I'm going to talk to you about cycling. Um, So what you want to do is follow the ketogenic diet for a few days, on and off for a few days until you get um, your cravings underway, until you get your body adapted to it, and then start cycling with some fruit until you're fully ready to go entirely ketogenic. But again, that is very flexible. What I just described to you, the cycling, it's very flexible. A lot of people who especially are working um, rigorous corporate jobs can stick to that. So if you are going to stick to that, just aim for around 30 to 50 grams of carbs a day. 
So let's talk about some of the benefits of a ketogenic diet, um, some of the benefits that it has on your mental performance and on your brain. So running your brain and your body of ketones is very neuroprotective, meaning it can alleviate or even reduce the risk of one of a you know one of the developing cognitive impairments that we have, such as Alzheimer's disease. Now that we're becoming more sedentary, what would happen is we're eating more frequently. Now, in the past, what would happen is kids would go out and they would play for a very long time, and they, you know, be fasting in that in that period, and they'd come inside and they'd eat. However, now what we're doing is we're becoming so sedentary with our corporate jobs and with the rise of the internet and the computers, so we're eating more frequently. So this goes completely against the dogmatic myth. Um, And the idea that you have to eat frequently to boost your metabolism. So I think there's a problem right there. I think there's a problem in this myth that we have to eat more frequently to boost our metabolism. So a really big problem that we're having is we're eating more frequently. We're eating larger portions and we're not really going into ketosis. And often, additionally to what I just said, we're actually sleeping less. So how we used to sleep for nine hours in 1910 has dropped now in 2017 and 2018 to around six hours on average. So we're getting little to no time in between meals and we're not naturally going into a state of ketosis, which is neuroprotective. It's very neuroprotective to go into a state of ketosis. And if you ask me, I believe that there is a direct correlation between the way we're eating, the way we're living and um, the rise of Alzheimer's. Uh, The reason why I believe there's a direct correlation between um, Alzheimer's disease and the way we're eating is because when I was studying the ketogenic diet and exploring it, um, having a ketogenic diet was shown to increase the expression of genes which um, are encoded from mitochondria enzymes in the hippocampus. And we all know that the hippocampus is an area of the brain responsible for learning and memory. So guys, I'm going to get back into the ketogenic diet and I'm not going to concentrate too much on saturated fat, um, too much in detail, but basically when you're, a ke- when you're on a ketogenic diet and you're trying to fuel your brain with fat, clearly you're eating more fat and a lot of this is going to be saturated fat. So I know you're probably all thinking, great, Louisa, you've sold me on the ketogenic diet. I want to do it to decrease my body fat, to increase my cognitive awareness and impairment and to become what we call at NeuroAthletics 100% bulletproof. But how do I do it? How, Louisa, do I get into ketosis? Well, I'm going to give you four easy tricks um, that you can use today to get into ketosis faster. The first way that we can get our body into ketosis is by doing both an upper and lower body workout at the same time. Now, I know you're probably going to say, can we just do any type of exercise? No, there is science to back this up and it has a lot to do with the lymph system. So why do I suggest upper and lower body workout? Mainly because if you pump the action from the bottom of your body all the way up, what you're doing is you're actually transporting all that lymph from the bottom of your legs all the way up and it goes through your lymph nodes and your inguinal canal, which comes up into the glands here, like I'm actually touching my neck as I'm speaking, and it processes that fat. 
and then that fat then gets delivered to the liver where it can be metabolized okay so it can be metabolized much faster so you're actually manually assisting the mobilization of fat um, getting into your ketosis state faster so that's a really good one to know. So if you ever, even if it's a 15 minute or a 20 minute upper body, uh, lower body, lower and upper body workout, you will thank yourself. So key number two to getting into ketosis faster, caffeine. Let's talk about it. So all you really need to know is that increasing your caffeine intake is going to get those fats mobilizing faster. Therefore, you're going to be producing more ketones. So my recommendation would be if you are to have any type of caffeine or increase your caffeine, it would be to have it first thing in the morning. And the way I like to have my caffeine first thing in the morning, I have um, a very specific method that I do for brewing my coffee, but I always have a stick of butter and some MCT oil in my um in my morning cup of coffee and that usually gets me going um, before I have my first meal. All right, so key number three. Okay, so the first one is the lower and upper body workout. Second one is increase your caffeine intake. Third one is MCT oil. So I'm always talking about it, but why should you double up on your MCT oil? The reason why I'm suggesting MCTs, and I've spoke about this so many times, MCT stands for medium chain triglycerides. They are very unique. Okay, um, they can literally pass through the double membrane of the mitochondrial walls, which sounds like I'm talking Greek, but what that really means is it can pass through the secret passageway to get into the mitochondria to produce energy, thereby creating more acetyl coenzyme A, which therefore interests the Krebs cycle, which creates more ketones, which creates more energy. And we don't need to go back to sophomore biology um, and we don't need to go back to biology one-on-one class here, but we really need to know that MCTs are going to give you more energy and get you into ketosis faster. So number four of getting into ketosis faster is fasting. So I'm going to explain to you why fasting is good for you when going into ketosis. When you fast, your body secretes glucagon and glucagon signals your muscles to dump the excess glycogen, that's like the carbohydrates, that's stored in the muscle back into the bloodstream. So then it can be burned. So what happens though when that glycogen is already burned up? You've used all the carbs. Well, the next thing is it's going to start breaking down protein. It's going to start breaking down fats, but don't worry, it's not going to start breaking down an immense amount of protein. So you're all good. What it's going to do is it's going to more than likely create ketone bodies. But here's the thing. Here's the tricky thing. If you're already in ketosis, you are much more adaptable and susceptible to going into ketone utilization when you're fasting than if you were not keto adaptive. So it's much easier for somebody to go straight back into ketosis if they've already done it before than say for somebody who's just beginning. These are the four simple ways to get back into keto or to get into ketosis fast and hard. And I would suggest anybody to go through these and start doing them and also do your own research outside of this podcast episode to get on this ketogenic diet and to start living a healthier, more productive, more unstoppable life. Thanks, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you got a lot from it. Please come in um, and come into the YouTube channel. Go into my Instagram. Go into the NeuroAthletics Facebook page. Tell me how you're going with it. Track your process. Track your progress, I should say. Send me some updates. I'd love to hear from you. 
Have a great day.